Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Today I have some very specific, detailed business ideas coming to you from a chance encounter with a friend and a collaborator of mine, someone who I trust in a business sense, who gave me some great advice, some stuff I wanted to hear, some stuff I needed to hear, some stuff I wasn't expecting, but it reminded me of why I started the Saturday Morning Hustle to begin with, why I started the podcast, why I do this each and every week, and what I'm trying to do with it in the sense of my reality and what it means for you, the people who listen to the podcast and watch the videos. So first of all, a uh, big shout out to Vicki Langford. Uh, she's the she, she's the head person in charge. I don't want to say her title wrong, but she is ultimately in charge, uh, along with a few other people for DD Audio, SoundCube. Uh, their corporate title is Resonance. They they uh, make amazing car audio componentry, speakers, amplifiers, etc. Um, right here in Oklahoma City, Vicki is an amazing businesswoman. She also runs a th- Project 3810, where my office is, where the podcast studio is, um, and has a lot of other irons in the fire, if you will, business-wise, so she knows exactly what she's talking about when it comes to business. Recently had a coffee conversation with her where, unexpected to me, I don't know if she planned this or it just happened organically, but she really called me out on what I was doing with the Saturday Morning Hustle and what I was, how I was, if I was running it as a business or not, or if I was just playing around with it, considering my day job is business development. Um, and at first I th- was like, what? <laughs> I typically ask these questions and give this advice to my clients, but she was giving it back to me uh, in a very constructive way. I don't even want to call it constructive criticism because it wasn't criticism. It was a constructive uh, idea and a constructive input and challenge to how I was thinking about it and going about it in the same way I would expect my clients to approach their business entities. And so it was highly valuable, but it also reminded me the value of things like this, things of the Saturday Morning Hustle, the podcast itself, social media posts, building community around a brand, side hustles, uh, personal brands, et cetera. A lot of things we talk about here on the podcast. So I'm going to go through some of the top topics that we talked about, give you guys some information that you could use uh, in your pursuits, uh, whether it's a podcast, you're a social media influencer, you're a self-brand artist, musician, you're a hustler, you're an entrepreneur, you're just trying to, to develop your career and be the best that you are can be at what you do. So I'm going to give you some of the advice she gave back to me about things I should be thinking about in the process of starting one hustle. See how it works for you guys. Uh, as always, if there's information you want to know more information, you want to have input, feedback, you want to tell me what you like, dislike about this conversation, hit me up in the comments below or how you found the podcast. I appreciate all of the interactions that we get online from the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast and social media posts. So the first point that Vicky made for me was that a self-brand is still a business. So the Saturday Morning Hustle essentially is a, started out as a hashtag, started out a social media post, became uh, a podcast, then became a series of podcasts, of videos, of swag. Now we have product, um, et cetera, that creates its own brand, its own entity. Uh, and I know this because this is what I do on a, on a regular basis, branding and positioning for businesses. The Saturday Morning Hustle is no different even though it organically happened that way. But now I do put work into it. I put effort into it. I try to create consistency with it. I do have products available. I'm, doing, I'm trying to wrap the Saturday Morning Hustle 
post and podcast into my personal brand, but I still need to approach that in a business sense the same way you would any other business or what's the point of doing it. It's been fun to sort of not have to put rules on things, but if I want it to not necessarily create success for me, but to grow its potential for outreach, to reach more people and to be a more effective in benefiting more people, then there are certain things I need to do in a business-like sense. And it's one of those things that since it's my project, it's sort of my solo uh, show, if you will, I didn't necessarily think of it that way because the second point being, of course, that you sometimes are too close to your own projects, especially when your project, your brand, your emphasis, your promotion, et cetera, is wrapped up in who you are. Uh, if you're, again, if you're a social media influencer, if you're an artist musician, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're the brand, sometimes it can be very hard to be very critical of what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, what you should be doing more of, maybe not even being promotional enough because it feels a little too self-promotional. Uh, auditing, all the things you would do for a business brand you need to do for your personal brand. You, one of the ways to do that is to out, ask outside people, ask third parties. And, and of course, you start with people that you know and like and trust, but you need to find someone like Vicky who's willing to give me the honest truth about what was good and bad, what I could do better, what I could, what I should probably do less of, et cetera. Uh, not taking into account my ego or any sort of need to pump me up, but telling me the honest truth so I could benefit from it, get better. So you need people who tell you the truth, even if it's not the truth you want to hear, especially if it's the truth you don't want to hear. So take your self-brand serious. Understand you can be too close to it is the second point. The third point being ask other people, work with outside advisors, work with third parties, take it, take feedback from the public to a point. And I'll explain that. So if one or two people are like, you suck, don't do this anymore, no one cares what you say, it's no big deal. You keep on moving because there's always some jackass in the world who wants to rain on someone else's parade. But when 10 or 20 or 50 people are saying the same thing, positive or negative, or when numbers go up because you do certain things and numbers go down because you do certain things, when you have different topics, different links, different consistencies, uh, different styles of delivery, whatever it is that you change up when things go up or down, based on the audience reactions, the thing they like and don't like, also the things that they react to, the things that the, you can create interactions with. So the whole point of social media is to create social interactions. So creating social interactions, the thing that the thing that gets the most interactions are the things you should be doing the most of. Eventually that won't be the thing and you'll have to change again. You have to may, pay attention the same way products and services do in a business sense. Uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Budweiser and Nike, et cetera, all have to pay attention to what people like, what they don't like, what they spend their money on, what they don't spend their money on, et cetera. Same thing with attention, uh, with your self-brand or opportunities, interactions, et cetera. All these things that go in the right direction, you do more of. Things that don't go as well, you do less of. You also have to experiment, kind of 80-20, 80% consistently what you do, 20% needs to be experiment. See, as I'm saying this, this comes right off the top of my tongue because this is what I do for a living, but I wasn't applying this to myself. So the point being, apply this to yourself, to your self-brand, to your self-entity. Even if you don't have an intentional self-brand, if you're just someone who is working and developing a career and is not necessarily the boss or entrepreneurial, maybe you don't even know what it is you're going to do, but you want to be the best at what you're doing at this moment. You still are creating a persona, a self-brand. You want to be that employee that your boss looks to uh, when things need to get done, when he needs to trust someone to, to handle something and responsibility. That's also how you get promotions, how you get opportunities, et cetera, how you move forward. So 
you can roll all these ideas into a personal brand or a personal identity and develop your skill sets or develop your self-brand in a better way. So be open to the input from others. Ask for the input from others. Sometimes it's public, people you don't know because they can. sometimes they'll tell you the truth. Sometimes they just want to rain in your parade. Definitely talk to people that you trust their opinion, that understand the topic, understand what you're trying to accomplish, see the big picture so they can give you different perspective. It's not. It doesn't matter what they tell you. What matters is they come at it with a different perspective. They tell you something that you don't already know because you're not completely trapped inside of it. So get those outside input, those outside is some of the things that you probably don't think would work or that people don't want to hear about or you won't you don't want to move forward maybe other people do and that'll allow you the freedom to do so maybe that's experimentation on your 80 20 etc so let other people give you input especially search out people that you value their opinion and that you feel in a pers- personality wise they will give you the real opinion they won't sugarcoat it for you because that doesn't benefit you in any way at all um, and in fact when it comes to not sugarcoating, essentially a majority of the conversation that Vicky and I had back and forth, because again, I was giving her, she was telling me things. I was saying, this is the advice I give my client. She goes, I know I'm giving it to you. And she wouldn't allow me to use excuses of, yes, I know this, or yes, I'm busy with my full-time job, my regular thing with the Golden Group, or the, that po- the podcast, the new marketing podcast that comes with the Golden Group, all the, all the clients I'm working for there. I, she's like, that, that doesn't mean anything because this is a part of who you are in your self-brand as well. So you have to be doing these things as well. And then you should be approaching it the same way again. It's the same advice you would give your clients. If you were going to make other people do it, you have to do it yourself. She would not allow me the room to give myself the excuses of the cobbler kids, the cobbler's kids' shoes. You've all heard this before, right? The cobbler's kids have the worst shoes because he spends all day fixing everyone else's shoes. You're not working on your projects, your self-brand because you're working on other people's uh, marketing, business development all day long. That's the, the I give my I use that excuse often. She wouldn't allow me to use that excuse. So again, work with people who are willing to push you and to challenge you and to tell you you can't use that excuse if you're looking to create something more and better and different. The reason you want to create something more, even if it is not necessarily in a business sense and like I get paid to do this direct business relationship, uh, if you're trying to create community around an idea, if you're trying to create concepts, you're trying to just create positivity, motivating others or a positive karma, if you will, in the universe of putting good things out so that good things come back to you, you still want it to be as effective as possible. You don't want to motivate three people you don't even want to motivate 30 people. You don't want to motivate 300 or 3,000 or 30,000 or 300,000. Or maybe you're that person who has that key to unlocking everyone's ability to get past all of the things that are affecting us uh, in the real world and um, the mental state of these days with the challenges we have in society and, and medical and everything else. Um, if you're the person that can help make that happen, it won't matter if you're sitting in your apartment, making a podcast that you and your best friend listen to. It needs to have expansion and have audience, and that only comes from a formulatic development the same way you would approach your business. This is the, the key today. Today's conversation is approach this like you would your business. And just because it's you, just because you're the person in the center of the brand or the, the talent, if you will, that's executing, doesn't mean that you need to be any sort of more self-conscious than if another person was the talent that you were promoting and pushing. So that was what Vicky laid on me. 
and force me to, to be introspective about what I'm doing with something like the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast and social media post. I'm going to follow this up with a few other key tidbits that I think you'll find value in that I give my business clients that will apply here too. Because again, everything that Vicky was telling me today was the advice I was giving my business clients. So with that, here's what I'm going to add to what Vicky challenged me with already is being challenged and being pushed out of your comfort zone is always a good thing. Um, and a lot of people right now, this is the whole cancel culture idea that if people say things you don't like, or that you disagree with, that their ability to speak that to you should be stopped. And it couldn't be further from the truth. When people tell you things you don't want to hear that make you uncomfortable, that push you out of comfort zones or challenge your assumptions or norms, these are good things because it allows you to be introspective and to take those outside perspectives in from other people to have the potential to grow, develop, and attract different people in different ways because you took that new perspective. Now, outside perspective, it isn't always right and it isn't always wrong. And typically when someone says you should do A, B, and C, it's probably not a straight line of I will start doing A, B, and C. But it challenges you to get outside of what you were already doing, which has probably become routine or become less than it can be, and makes your approach bigger and fuller, whether you take a, B, and C completely and, and incorporated into what you're doing. So take those outside challenges as good thing. Do not get defensive about them. Do not let them set you back or slow you down. In fact, go forward with them with those ideas of I can be more, I can be better, I can be different. And of course, anytime anyone is willing to give you the input the way Vicky did with me in this conversation earlier this week, um, you have to be appreciative of that input experience even more, double, triple, quadruple, if they have expertise in the area that you're talking about, they actually know what they're talking about, not to simply use someone who has your best interest at heart. If someone has expertise, they're trying to provide it to you so that you can be better at what you do, so that you can influence and attract more people, so that you can create a bigger community around what you're doing, so that you can be better for more people. This is a good thing. So listen to those things. Take those challenges to heart and feel good about them. Even if you don't take every bit of advice and use it literally as it's given to you, it will change your perspective and help you move forward in better in different ways. Take the idea of be, being more, developing your brand, developing the vehicles that promote your brand and attract people to your brand, self-brand or otherwise, but do still do it in an authentic way. Be you. Be more, but be you. Be yourself. If there are things you see other people do that make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel like it's maybe not very uh, ethical or scrupulous or moral, then you should absolutely not do that, even if you think they're being successful, because that won't be you. If there are things that make you feel uncomfortable, you shouldn't do them to a point, there is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. We already talked about that. And of course, you've heard people say things like, you know, great things don't happen in your comfort zone and, and opportunity comes from change. You've heard me say that on the podcast plenty of times. Opportunity comes from change. So you do have to push yourself out of comfort. You have to do things that are uncomfortable. If you do things that make you question who you are as a person, your moral value, your, your fabric, your, your, the how you were built as a human being, then you've pushed too far. And now you're into the, uh, you're out, actually outside of who you are and you're getting into a falsity and you're creating falseness. And that's the absolute opposite of what you want to do. You want to create authenticity, not inauthenticity. And so you want to push yourself out of comfort zones, 
but you don't want to break. You don't want to get to a breaking point because you've gone so far outside of who you are that now you're creating expectations you can't meet or that you will not be proud about presenting to the world. So push yourself, but understand your boundaries. And it sounds like a little bit of an oxymoron, but you got to push right up to those boundaries, but understand where they are. And then when you get there, have a valid reason why you won't do that. That, that, that something is unethical or something feels uh, too salesmanship or too far outside of your persona, how you present yourself, who you want to attract to yourself, the, the message you're trying to convey, etc. If you can wrap all those things together and find that barrier and then hit it as hard as you can without going through it, now you have the opportunity for opportunity from change. There is no perfect time. So there's no reason to not start something or make changes. You just have to go for it. I've said this plenty of times on the podcast before too. Perfect is the perfect is the enemy of good enough. There is no perfect time. There is no waiting for the thing, especially absolutely when it comes to self-brand because you're going to live with a self-brand forever. Why not get started? And when it comes to things that at the end of the day aren't giant into the world, making social media posts, making a video for YouTube, making a podcast, just because your first podcast won't be perfect doesn't it won't derail anything. When you get to your 100th episode of your podcast, it will continue on. It'll get better. No one's going to hold the first one against you. So just go ahead and do it. You're going to learn from them. You're going to get better every single time. You're going to advance. You're going to find things that work and don't work. And we talked about experimentation already, all these things. So just to start, just start, get started, do it, move forward. There's no time like the present. The only time that was better than yesterday is today. So move forward with that. There's no perfect time. You should go for it right now. And then ultimately, and this is a topic I'm got planned for a future podcast because it's a definitely something I want to spend a lot more time on, but the road to success is never an A to B path. It's not something where you sit and think, I want to achieve this, and then you achieve it the exact way you pictured it in your head, and you achieve the exact level of success in the exact way you thought you would. Now, you achieve a level of success. You achieve something that's greater than when you started. You make something better. You put yourself in a different place, a different position. You move yourself forward, et cetera, all these things that we would, we would measure as successful, but you don't have to have the exact picture of success you had in your head when you when you when you wrote things wrote down the goal and set it and moved forward in order for it to be successful because the reality is the real world advice I'm going to give you here is it typically doesn't work out that way and it's not you it's everybody first of all you're going to hear a lot more no's and yeses you've heard me tell you that plenty of times before that's also a separate podcast so look for the future podcast of more no's and yeses and uh, success is not a straight line but there you have to be patient, but you have to start. You have to do and then adjust. All the things we've been saying so far, there's a, no perfect time, so might as well start. You have to continue going. You will not be famous on your second episode of your podcast. Your fifth tweet will not get you anywhere, and your 10th uh, Instagram post will not make you rich and famous. But sitting a zero in any of those things or building a website or painting the painting you want to paint or writing the song you want to song or applying for the job that you think you're eligible for. None of those things will happen if you don't start, if you don't do it, if you don't get that first bit of rejection, you can't get your first yes until you get your, your 10th no and your 20th no and your 30th no. You don't get first yes and second yes and third yes and you just quit. So you have to start. 
You have to go with the flow. You have to be patient and you have to understand things change. And I think there's no better example of that right now than anyone who is on any career path, a self-brand, a business, an entrepreneur, a startup, a career path. And then March of 2020 happened and coronavirus and everyone's business has been affected. Everyone's personal life has been affected. Everyone's cash flow has been affected. The local communities, your local economies have been affected, uh, your local government. Everyone, your family, your friends, your pets are being affected by COVID-19 right now, and it's changing everyone's path. Now, you can do one of two things. You can sit home and cry about it, or you can make up your mind to continue to do something, change with the obstacle that's been put in front of you, and continue to move forward. These are the two options you have. So all you can do is get started, move forward, be patient, Change when you have to, when when the universe forces you to, and understand it's okay because it's not an A to B route. See how that all works together? So put that all together. Think about that. Get started. Set goals. From goals, create objectives. From the objectives, you create tactics. And then you get started. Make a to-do list and just, just get started. But understand things will change. Things will pop up that weren't expected. No one expected a, a pandemic to change our business atmosphere for the first six months of this year and further through probably the presidential election. But it happens. You have to move forward. You can't just sit at home and lock yourself in and cry about it because that doesn't get you anywhere either. So that's my last bit of extra bonus advice for you today about how to apply these ideas that businesses are very focused on right now to a self-brand, to an entrepreneur, to an artist, to anyone who's a hustler and a grinder who's paying attention to this podcast or the Saturday morning hustle hashtag in general. So I'm going to wrap up with this today. And it's a lot of conversation, but I'm super excited about this idea. I'm super appreciative to my friend Vicky for giving it to me straight, pushing me out of my safety comfort zones, <laughs> giving me the honest truth, um, creating expectations for me, and um, really putting it to me in a business sense. I really appreciate that. I need to hear from you guys. I want to know what you like, what you dislike. I want to know what you hear, want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. You want a longer forms? You want shorter forms? Do you like the YouTube videos? Do you like the podcast? Do you listen to it on Saturday morning? Do you listen to it Saturday night? Do you listen on Sunday? Do you listen on Monday? Do you listen on Wednesday? What topics do you want to talk about? And I'm going to ask for a favor. I need you guys, however you listen to the Saturday Morning Hustle, if it's on the podcast, on any of the platforms, if it's on YouTube, if it's on IGTV, however you're checking it out, not only leave comments about the, the subject, but re- give a, leave a review and leave a, a rating for the show. Something I'm very bad about asking for is for people to do this. And I, it's one of the things I told Vicki in, in, in the wrap-up of our conversation when she challenged me to do more uh, with my self-brand with the Saturday Morning Hustle is I'm not good at asking the audience, you guys listening right now, to leave reviews, to leave ratings, and to help my ratings on the platform so that I can address more people and grow the audience so that more people can get the value of the Saturday Morning Hustle. That's all I'm asking for. So give me an honest opinion, what you like, what you don't like. If you're on the Anchor app, call in to the show. If you guys aren't on the Anchor app, that's a cool feature. that uh, You can call and leave voicemails for other people that they can play on their podcast. Uh, however else you found the Saturday Morning Hustle, appreciate you, of course, each and every time. Give me some feedback, leave a review, leave a read rating, and let's do this together. Let's create a community around the idea of the Saturday Morning Hustle. Appreciate you guys. 
tuning in in this week, staying long this time. We'll talk to you next week on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Good luck. I'll see you next week.